We are very pleased to inform you that your name has been added to the Dean's List for this term. You are among a very select group of students, and as a result, the Dean of Leadership Development has some very valuable information he would like to share with you. We applaud you and extend our congratulations to your family. Keep up the good work. This is the Dean's List. Well, welcome back to the first segment of the Dean's List of 2016. I'm Dean DeGuara, the Director of Leadership Development here at Jesus Culture. And as always, we want to expose you to leaders that are encouraging us here at Jesus Culture. And today I have the privilege of introducing to the JCLP listeners, Chris Cruz. How's it going, Chris? Hey, it's, it's going great. It's going great. Honored to be here. Hey, thanks for uh, taking some time to, to be with us. And uh, why don't you just take a moment, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're at, and what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm currently living in Redding, California. Uh, I serve on the leadership team for Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry at Bethel Church uh, in their second year program. This is a school of 2,000 students in our first, second, and third year program from all over the world. And I, I serve on the leadership team for the second year um, program. And then also alongside that, I serve with Jeremy Riddle on the core leadership team for our young adult ministry tribe. The, it's the young adult ministry of Bethel. And so I do uh, I do that. My wife and I live here. My wife and I are actually co-pastors in the school. We work together um, pastoring a group of students and we are anticipating our first child should be oh, here. Congratulations. Within, yeah. Within the first, like within the next few weeks, like she is, we've got our bags packed ready. If any moment happens, and we decide to that baby decides to <laughs> to to come in, we're, we're then we're ready to go. So that's currently what's going on in our world. But we're enjoying life. We are having a good time at the school and kind of just being nesting parents, cleaning the house and <laughs> making everything feel as ready as I possibly can. <laughs> I, I did hear, I did hear on one of your podcasts that you did lose your office to a I crib did. and some other things. Yeah. It's, I'm, it's currently still where I do my prayers and, and read and do my podcast, but it's covered in stuffed animals now <laughs> in a crib and baby furniture. So I've, I've lost out. My son has beat me on this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you've set the atmosphere for his room. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, it's fun. Hey, uh, Chris, you have a passion uh, to see the church become a cultural influence. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of uh, talk about that these days, especially uh, yeah. in the church world. Um, what are some practical things that either yourself or, or you see other leaders uh, doing to make that happen. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting conversation, right? Because, um, being a cultural influence in the world requires this idea that we don't have to be afraid of it. Like mm. there's this, there's this understanding that, um, Jesus gives us this kind of uh, like ushers us into this reality that you're not of the world, but I'm not taking you out of the world. So wow. it's, it's removing this concept of escapism it's removing this concept of I actually am best and safest when I'm amongst Christians. Ooh. And so Jesus is going, hey, you're not going to be of this world system, but I'm not going to take you out of it. So it, it means we as a church need to start to equip people on how to understand how it is to be in culture and to be in environments that would then push on your core values. And so I think one of the practical ways is, is to really get people to understand core values and understand what it is to have answers to questions before you're even asked them. Not necessarily mm. conversational questions, not necessarily even controversial topics like, what is your thoughts on this? Or what are your thoughts on that? 
not, not those questions. I'm talking about the questions of what's your integrity going to be like when you have a situation that presses you in a way wow. that your Christian community wouldn't press you. Did you answer that question beforehand? So I think teaching people core values and how to govern your life by, um, by these core values is really important because then they'll go into a system equipped with a way of living that is not the same as other people. And so when it's pressed, they already know the answer to that question. Man, that's so good. And, and with you working with, with the students there at uh, mm-hmm. BSSM, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you're, you're seeing that at, at all levels. Um, oh yeah. Current students to, uh, you know, kids or students that have graduated and, oh, yeah. and are putting that into practice. Absolutely. Cause I, I'll tell my students, I'll talk with them and I'll tell them that to whatever degree your life is not governed by the presence of God and the core values he's given you to that degree, you can be influenced negatively by an environment mm. to the degree that you're not governed by your core values to that degree, you can be influenced negatively. So if, if only like 50% of your life, so to speak, is governed by this truth, then that other 50% is up for grabs. It's, mm. it's up for, it's up for guidance by the culture, by the world, by the other systems. But when we decide to be, which I, I give this, I kind of phrase it incarnational living. When yeah. we decide to actually take on flesh to whatever system we're a part of and go into that system, we may look like them, but we're not like them. It's the same way Jesus looks like he's a human at times, but he reveals he's not like everyone else. And so that, that for me is a, a big component is realizing your whole being is to be governed by this thing because whatever degree it's not, it's up for grabs. Oh, that is so good, man. I can actually hear your passion, man, through uh, coming through the phone line here. <laughs> it's it's um, that's that's one thing I've felt not lacking in my life is passion and intensity. People, are, it's the most common thing. You're so intense. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that intensity. Hey, you've written some uh, posts for the, for the Jesus Culture website, mm-hmm. but you yourself, uh, as a leader, you have a blog. You also produce. Yeah a podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Why should a leader maybe look, uh, be looking at someone who's maybe thinking, uh, man, I want to do a blog or I want to do a podcast. You know, why, why did you do it first of all? And then why, why should Mm -hmm. leaders even think about building a platform? Yeah. So here, here's an intro. I have this conversation often actually with leaders who want to blog podcast and kind of look at this world. It started for me actually in 2010, the Lord actually spoke to me. He said, I need you to ride the media wave of leadership. Wow. And so in 2010, I just kind of just decided to, in the, in the shadows, look at what, what was going on, what was actually happening with social media, what was actually happening with online, uh, kind of content. What, what were people creating? What was the church's voice in this world? Because the internet, I was realizing has made the world Nazareth, where it's this small community now that you could actually influence the world from this small little place. And so there's this, this understanding that one of our chief ways of being influenced is actually the internet, whether it's through social media platforms or whether it's through blogging or YouTube, any of those kinds of things, there are, they are now avenues for people to be shaped, molded, and influenced. And so that has created a space for, for people to allow themselves to be told how to think, what to think, 
And so when I real, started realizing this over and over again, I'm going, all right, my generation is living here, not in a, a, a negative critique, yeah, not in a critique of going, oh, you're on the internet too much. No, it's this is the reality. I'm like, you, this is where we are and this is where we live. And there's so much of us that happens here. But who is a voice for you here? Who is actually telling you to live counterculturally here? Who is actually challenging you to pursue the presence of God here? Who is kind of going beyond just um, just talking on the internet or just creating content, but actually challenging you and provoking you? And that's where I started to realize this is where I want to I want to start to have my voice here. This is where I want to start to lead my generation is believing, all right, you're being influenced here, and I want to make sure what you're being influenced with has a voice. Um, for this kind of stuff, for, for, uh, heaven on earth with, with the reality of the Holy Spirit and these kinds of things. So I see the internet and social media as now this, this is a way that the world is going to be influenced. And it's a question of not if this is going to be it. It's a question of how are people going to be influenced now? That's so good. Hey, real quick, this is mm-hmm. a little bit spontaneous, but maybe yeah. your top three blogs or podcasts that you listen to. Top three blogs or podcasts. Okay. There's a podcast that I I love, the TED Radio Hour. Yes. I would say another podcast that's been really beneficial to me is uh, one called Startup Camp by a friend of mine named Dale Partridge. He's actually helped me a ton with blogging and podcasting. Um, he, He has one for business, for leaders, and kind of that kind of thing. So the Startup Camp podcast was, is one I've listened to often. Um, I'm trying to go through my, uh, my podcast list in my head as I open my app on my phone. Um, oh, uh, Entree Leadership with Dave Ramsey. Oh, yes. One of my favorites. Oh, fantastic podcast. Fantastic podcast. Um, another one that's really theological, like really theological. And for some people, it'll probably be a bit controversial, but he, he interviews great leaders. Um, is called Newsworthy with okay. Norsworthy. Uh, so he does interviews with different theological leaders, like and theologians and pastors, um, whether they're controversial or not. He interviews them and asks them. It's, it's so it's a really insightful podcast. It's one that's going to make you think a ton. And then blogs. Um, one of my favorite blogs is one called Renew. org, but it's uh, spelled R E K N E W, like new, like knowledge. Yeah. Renew. dot uh, org, which is by uh, the pastor and theologian Greg Boyd. He writes some fantastic stuff, so I read there quite often. Um, and another blog I go to is, another, is uh, by uh, another pastor who uh, is just fantastic, and I listen to his sermons through podcasts, is Brian Zond. I listen mm-hmm. to his a lot. Um, probably Relevant Magazine I probably go oh, yeah. to quite Our a good bit. Friends at Relevant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I probably go there to see what because I kind of get a little bit for them. I get a they give a great like um, feel of what's happening. Yeah, like they give. Me, I'm like, all right, what what is what is the Christian community doing, especially young adults? What is this? What are they doing? What's happening in the world? And what is their what is their perspective on stuff? So I go to them to kind of get a bit of like, hey, what's happening? Hey, this has been one of the best dean's lists yet. Um, awesome. We appreciate your time. Hey, tell our listeners, how can they find you? Yeah. Um, so you can go to my blog at chrisjosephcruz.com. Uh, I write there. And then if you go to there, to that website as well, as you can find my podcast, which is called Equip the Saints, 
and you can listen to that on iTunes as well and you can subscribe there but those are the two places you can get in touch with me and then also on all the social media platforms well Chris once again we we thank you for your time thanks for being with us yeah absolutely it was an honor thanks for having me well this wraps up the Dean's List and I look forward to being back with you more in 2016 for more on life and leadership go to deandeguara.com.